Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time, guys. Blog Talk Radio. up this morning looking for my shoes look behind the trunk found the hesitation blues lordy tell me how long lordy tell me how long will i have to wait will i have to wait can i get you now can i get you now must i hesitate Like, I've, 
you and I, we've never done a show like this before, and I'm excited. I I'm would honestly say excited. I don't think I don't think we've ever interviewed anybody uh, that exists in that realm. I would definitely say that. Exactly, because you know, I'm I'm always like, well, what questions do I ask? What you know? But Amy Green is so easy to talk to. She's she's going to be a fantastic guest. Everybody's going to love her. And Brett, I have no rhythm. What do you mean you have no rhythm? What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, everybody taps their toes and claps their hands to any Willie Nelson song, and it's always on beat, right? Oh, you're saying you can't dance. I mean, that was Willie Nelson that was just playing. I was totally off beat. So you're saying you, I'm you sitting just, here looking, you, you, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not there. And Nick was making fun of me during the song. Well, if you try to dance, are you saying that it just comes out all funky because you can't get that rhythm going? I I have no rhythm. <laughs> I, yeah. Which is odd because everybody in my family has rhythm except for me. I'm like the non. I'm the person that everybody laughs at in the corner when they've already clapped and I'm clapping, and they're all like, "What are you doing?" So you weren't even like clapping in rhythm, sitting in the corner, no. just like trying to clap. Are you doing the the whole like I missed my hands clap kind of thing? <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm that person like if you're the high an eighties teen movie and everybody does that, you know, happy clap, oh, you won, yay. I would be the person that would be clapping after everybody's already clapped. So you're like the poster child for those that cannot clap or have no rhythm. Oh, okay. So we get it. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. I got two left feet. There's my confession. Now, Brett, you got to give your an embarrassing confession. Oh, it, it, an embarrassing confession. Hmm. <laughs> well, hmm. I I don't even know where to go with that. You you kind of blindsided me with the with something like that. <laughs> an embarrassing confession. Well, okay, I'll give you this. Uh, my cousin Vinny is one of my guilty pre- pleasures. So um, there you go. Uh, okay, I I think he. That's all me. I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I I think I think I think I can go without clapping on cue or on beat than saying that my cousin Vinny. Well, then again, Joe Pesci, he is a great actor. Listen, it was an awesome movie, right? It's a guilty pleasure, and a lot of people are like, that's a crap movie. Listen, Fred Gwynn, listen, you can't go wrong any time with Fred Gwynn. So. Uh, I, I, really, there, I really don't know what to tell is. you. I, I really don't know what to tell you about <laughs> it, some kind of embarrassing, like, you know, misnomer about my past or anything like that. You, you, you really blindsided me with that one, so. Oh, about time. About time. <laughs> All right, All right, so we, we got a here? judge on. We got a judge tonight, Brett. Who hmm. has the most terrible confession? You or me? Because Amy Green is going to be the judge. Amy, okay, how nice. you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
How are you doing? See, now you're gonna blindside. Now you're gonna blindside me with that. Okay. Evidently, <laughs> you, you, Amy, are now put in a position of deciding whatever it is that Francie said that you need to decide. Like, which one of us has the most embarrassing confession or something like that? I'm not yeah, quite sure. I, I wouldn't call either one of them embarrassing. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I don't know about embarrassing. Um, well, I have no rhythm. Well, there's a lot of people that don't have rhythm. Okay, good. See, Nick, I'm not. Is it, is it, okay, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a character flaw. Okay, it's it's not a character flaw. So don't look at it like that. But neither is the love for like okay. my cousin Vinny. So neither. Yeah, neither is the love for my cousin Vinny because it is a pretty good movie. Let's be honest. Oh, it's an awesome movie. movie. Oh. We can tell you about it. That one is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did steal the tuna fish. Anyways, um, Amy, it is, honestly, it is really good to have you on. Uh, we were Thank supposed you. to do this Thank show last me. week, but I've had some back problems, and you were kind enough to reschedule it, because I know you're a busy woman. I, I've... <laughs> I've stalked you on the internet, so you you're very busy. So for you to yes, say, hey, you know, take, take your rest, fix your back, don't stress it. Let's just do it next week. I just want to say thank you for doing that. Not a problem at all. Not a problem. And also thank you, Brett, for coming on. We just talked about this three days ago, and you said, okay, I'm there. Yeah. So thank you also. But let's talk about this. Amy, you have been doing this paranormal investigation. I mean, I'm sorry, ghost hunting for 20 years. You you are a veteran at this. <laughs> well, it's probably a little more than 20, actually, probably since the early 90s. So, yeah, oh, I've been wow. doing this for quite a while. Yeah, I've been doing this for quite a while. <laughs> it's so, my passion. I mean, yeah, and and what got you into this? Because not every person like lays in the bed one night and says, "I can track ghosts, I can hunt ghosts." What what made you decide to do this? Well, it really wasn't like an overnight thing, but um, I, I guess it all stems from my love of history. Because um, you know that 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 I've always loved history, and that was my minor in college, and one kind of flowed into the other. And you know, and it just became a fascinating subject for me. That's that's pretty awesome. Now, yeah. a lot of people say that you're born with the gift, or you learn the gift, or the gift just comes to you. Because, like, let's just say me and Brett. If I don't think that we could do what you do. Well, I don't. I don't cons- I don't consider myself sensitive or psychic or anything like that. I mean, I, I hesitate to use the word psychic because sometimes that that tends to bring up negative connotation. But um, I don't consider myself um, sensitive or psychic. I really don't. Um, I, I I'm more of a because um, see, my background is in behavioral science. So I had uh-huh. kind of have a tendency to be able to to read 
people and, you know, using their behavior and their mannerisms and the way they speak and what they say and things like that. So I, I, I don't know if you'd call that intuitive, but it, it's more, mine is more from my educational background that I'm able to read a person's behavior to find out and that that's my strong suit. Oh, nice. And I'm not going to say that I have. I'm not going to say that I haven't felt things when I've been in places, or seen things when I've been in places because I have. But as a rule, not really. No, I, my my main my main job is is documentation and research. So. Oh wow. Mhm. So, you're smart too. Uh, well, uh, I, I guess right. you want to call it that. <laughs> If I if I could take the helm here for a minute, I was mm-hmm. listening to what you were just saying, yeah. and you know, um, I did my research, and there there's only a little bit to find out there um, on my show. But what you just said right now really endears me to you because now I understand that you're not one of these people that go out. And you know, go to haunted so-called haunted houses and make a video to make a bunch of cash off of views, trying to find a ghost in a house. Whereas you're actually a scientific-minded person. Yes. 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 This. Okay, I don't. Put, this I don't. I don't. I, I, don't I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm it's not hard in to explain, this. Isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in. I'm not. I'm not in this to get my own show. I'm not in this to, to, to. I guess I just want to make people realize that the paranormal does exist. All um, right. Let me and, let me make it easier mm-hmm. for you to try to explain things. I, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you a series of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, you are scientifically grounded in your education and your beliefs. Yes. Is this yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so when you go out to – because you have a curiosity about para, the paranormal, and you mm-hmm. go out it, you don't go after that pursuit in a way of just sensationalizing and just, you know, you, you actually go into this, this pursuit and um, a way of, of looking at it from uh, uh, you know saying scientific is probably not exactly what I mean, but you go into it with a critical mind with critical thinking but at the same time you you mm-hmm. do know that there is something there, but you're you're looking for it in a different way than others do is this is this kind of accurate well um the paranormal the paranormal is the last avenue that I want to take. I want to rule out everything else out first. I don't go in anywhere. I don't care what its reputation is. I don't go in anywhere assuming that it's haunted. I've done a lot of private residences. I investigated a lot of private residences with groups and things like that. And the paranormal is the last avenue that I want to take. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I have crawled under houses. I have been up in attics. I have been, you know, in crawl spaces and things like that ruling out if somebody says there's a there's a there's I'm smelling the strange noise I want to make sure you don't have a dead rat in your attic or you know or you're hearing this you're hearing a hissing noise okay do you have a septic system with a sprinkler going on outside that you don't know about or you know so that's wow. my yeah that's my 
I mean, I, I, it sounds disgusting. I know it really does, but I mean, I've taken underpinning off of a trailer house and crawled underneath there to make sure that whatever they're hearing or whatever oh, they're oh. <laughs> seeing or smelling or whatever is not a rational explanation. See, this is what I'm already liking about you is that you're going at it from a practical, you're pragmatic when it comes to investigating these types of things. If you go to a residence or what have you and the people are like, yeah, my house is haunted. There's all this crazy stuff going on. You don't Mm -hmm. walk in there with a bunch of weird equipment to pick up, you know, ethereal voices on a microphone or get some kind of weird footage on a video. Like you actually, you're a pragmatic. You go through it and say, Let's look at the let's look at the things that are probably could be a good indication of what's causing these problems. Let's investigate that first, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and then now from that, I mean, I really like. I didn't expect actually to have this conversation with you, so I'm really like overjoyed to and talk Brett, to somebody here's, that's here's in that a bonus world. for you to know how she feels what? about this. Is she doesn't charge people. Like a lot of a lot of uh, investigators and ghost hunters, they will charge people to come in. She doesn't charge. She wants to know the answers. Well, we understand no. that in in that world, there's a lot of shysters and a lot of people just looking to make a quick buck off the gullible and the innocent. We understand that. But what I really appreciate and what I've just learned from talking to you now is that that's completely opposite of of who you are and what you do and why you do it. So. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mhm. Well, thank you. Steve. So let's I mean, talk it's... about. Mhm. Well, let's talk about like. So you go there, like you said, and you're 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 checking all the, uh, practical. You, you go for the obvious first, you know, with weird mm-hmm. noises in the house or whatever. You 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 definitely go at it at, you know, an angle of well, let's find out what's really going on here instead of just like immediately just going yeah, there's ghosts in here. Let's go find the ghosts. You're completely right. different. No. Mhm. Right. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it and, and okay, this is one example that I've 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 given several times to people. Let me give you an example of a private home investigation that I did several years ago. Um, and this is where paranormal is out the window, and we're strictly talking about behavioral issues. You know, and I, I sit there and he, and I watch this homeowner, and I, I, I'm very guilty about this personally and and professionally. I will listen to how you're saying something long before I listen to what you're saying. I do. I watch your manner. Mm-hmm. I watch your mannerisms. I watch the way you're saying something. I watch how you're saying it. That sort of thing. And we go in, and he's and he's telling me all these things are going on, and and something. I asked him a question and something clicked in my head and I was like, this isn't paranormal at all. I mean, I didn't say it out loud at first. I was like, this is not paranormal at all. And I asked him, I said, Spencer, are you a sleepwalker? And he said, well, I haven't, I haven't done that since I was a kid. And he was like, and and I, and I only do that when I get really, really stressed. And, and, and I said, okay, let's back up here for a minute. You just bought a new house. You're planning a wedding. You're getting married. You have, you're raising three children that are not your own, and you're working six days a week. How much more stress do you need? Wow. And it turned out he was sleepwalking. And so these shadows that he, wow. was, he was, you know, he, and it was like he would, he would like 
be in the middle of something, he would wake up and he would see the shadow. It was his own shadow he was seeing. Oh, and wow. So, so that's, that, that's how I, I I'm, I'm what they call a skeptical believer. <laughs> that was another but thing that I read about you, yeah, and that, took, that, that intrigued me. Skeptical believer. That's, yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've, I've seen it happen. I've felt it myself, so I know it exists. But at the same time, I'm not going to go in expecting it to automatically happen. People see things, they see movies, they see people on TV, and they think, and they think they're going to walk in and poltergeist is going to be happening. And, and to be completely honest, it, it, it's actually a very ironic hobby for me because it just takes a lot of patience and I'm probably the least patient person on the planet but <laughs> I took the hobby that that's what it takes is patience because there's a lot of sitting yeah. in the dark by yourself and it does it looks like you're you know you're you're talking to to, to thin air and and you know and there, there's a lot of it but it it, te- it takes patience it really does so let's, let's go let's go back to what what you said you said you had experience yourself when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we can we get into that? What because this this does lead into why you're doing what you do now. And it also is important to understand for the listeners why mm-hmm. you are a skeptical believer. So let's go back to, you know, your younger years when you started having some experiences. What what were those about? Well, I I have one that that has stuck out in my head, and it, it was when I was very young. Nobody has been able to ever give me an explanation of what this is. Um, and there, there was a night that it was just my mom and me. We, we were, it was just her and me when I was younger. And all through the night, I heard, and it was just her and me in the house. There was nobody around, nobody, you know, nothing like that. And I heard the, what we, what you would think it sounded like maniacal cackling. Mm-hmm. I, I I I hesitate to use the word witch because because I I am a Wiccan, and and it that that tends to also have negative connotations to some people. But um, it was it was just like maniacal laughter all night, off and on all night long. It scared the crap out of me, but it fascinated me at the same time, and I have still never been able to find out or figure out what it was because it only happened once. How old once. were you? How old were you at the I time? was, I was four. Okay, a lot of us and don't I mean, have memories. Most people don't have memories going back to that young. I mean, I I do. I remember mm-hmm. things from mm-hmm. when I was two, three, or four years old. Most people mm-hmm. don't. So you were four years old at the time. So it definitely had an impact on you. Mhm, mhm, yeah. But I mean, but I've been trying to figure out what that was ever since, and I have not been able to find anybody to give me an answer as to what to to what it was. I just know it happened in the spring. That's all I know. Okay. And then from well, there, did you have any other experiences after that? Not until um, not until I was older. Um. Yeah, not until I was not until I was older. Now, when uh, on a different level, when I was growing up, 
um, the the little town where I went to high school, and I'm not going to name any names. Um, <laughs> at, at a little town in Texas, I'll just put it that way. There was um, we we became very familiar with the signs and and everything because there was there was a very prominent um, satanic worship in that in 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 like in the you know back alley type thing. Um, in that area, so I kind of grew up like in you know middle school and high school. We were given, we were told the signs to be looking for, and so we kind of, you know, we knew what to look for. And when I've actually been to hear, um, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He was a high priest of the Satanic Church at one time. I've been to hear him speak a couple of times. His name is Mike Warnicky, and he also spoke to us and 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 told us. If you see this, you need to go. You know, if you see this, you need to go. If you hear this, you need to go. And since it was so prevalent in that area, we we kind of all familiarized ourselves with it. But it wasn't until I was an adult and I actually started reading about I, – I, I picked up everything that I could get my hands on, on the, on, on ghosts and the paranormal and, um, and things like that. As a matter of fact um, – May she rest in peace. The first group that I was ever a member of was Ed and Lorraine Warren's group out of Connecticut. I've, I've known them for years. I've known them for years, and and it just broke my heart when she passed this past week. So, um, but theirs was the yeah. first group that I was ever a member of, a paranormal group. And that was in I'm sorry to hear I wanted to say it was in '94, '95, but I became a member of their group. Mm-hmm. And then from yeah. there. What what drew you to the behavioral sciences? Oh, I've been into that since I was a kid. I, I mean, yeah. um, just observing you know, got... other people and how they behave and their body language. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a thing that I always pay attention to mm-hmm. when I'm dealing with other people, especially new people that I meet. Mm-hmm. Um, my therapist, I had therapy a couple years back, and and one of the things that she knows about me is that I'm hyper vigilant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is something I'd yeah. never even heard of before, but I learned that hypervigilance is something that people with PST, PSTD um, um, deal with. Um, just mm-hmm. always constantly paying attention to every little piece of your surrounding, which to me, mm-hmm. in my personal life, I see as a strength, um, not a weakness. But um, it, it, it's it's not something for me that is a detriment. It's actually very positive for me because I've I've been through enough in my life to where I just pay attention to everything. So when you talk mm-hmm. about the behavioral sciences, you're mm-hmm. talking about exactly these things. It's noticing behavior of other people and how to conduct yourself with there are certain types of people where you know you can see certain things that could trigger them in the in, in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I mean just me personally learning how to navigate those waters. So behavioral sciences is is about that type of thing, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's yeah. here's something I I wanted to reflect on because I'm also I I love psychology. I love behave like you're talking about. Um. One and I did take a lot of psychology classes through college, and one of mm-hmm. the things that every behavioral psychologist said is that if they mm-hmm. could have just spent a little time with Ted Bundy and 
all the serial killers like Charlie Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, all of them, that they could have gotten so much more information about the brain. Would you agree with that? Definitely. Definitely, yes. I've spent a lot of time yeah, researching those that, well, not so much Manson. Manson Manson's a different story. Um, but but Dahmer and, Dahmer and Bundy and, and Berkowitz and yeah, I, I think I hate to say it this way because I don't want people hating me, but we could actually learn a lot from them. You know, well, what, you know what, that, that's exactly what a lot of behavioral uh, psychiatrists have said. And you know, like I watch mm-hmm. shows like um, Forensic Files, Forty Eight Hours. You know, the first Forty Eight Hours. It drives Nick nuts. He's like, really, another investigation story? But <laughs> you're intrigued with this. And I wanted to train and work at Quantico before it became popular. That was my dream job, was to become a behavioral analysis um, with the FBI. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I went to school for. That and would be an then, awesome job. I totally agree would, with you then, on that one. Okay, but then they wouldn't – okay, you're going to get the last out of this. They wouldn't let me in. FBI wouldn't let me in. You know why? Because why? I wasn't at least five foot – I wasn't at least five foot tall. Are you Are you serious? under five feet? You're under you five feet tall? I am four foot nine. Wow. Okay. And they, yeah, they wouldn't because let I was you not five, No, because I was not at least five foot tall. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Well, I'm I'm looking at uh, I, honestly I'm looking at pictures of you on your <laughs> Facebook page here, and mm-hmm. honestly, just the way they're shot, I can't really see that. However, I just noticed one where I said, "Yeah, this guy's like four or five. He this guy's probably like five eleven, five ten, and you're." Yeah, pretty diminutive. I can see it there in that picture. I never even well, thought I, about that before. So <laughs> I wear I wear I wear a lot of heels. <laughs> you can ask anybody who knows uh, that, me. That, I wear heels all it, yeah. the time. <laughs> I have to get them height somewhere. So, but yeah, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with being diminutive. Believe me. And this is this is coming from a guy who used to be six one is now five five eleven. So I've got my own issues. <laughs> At least they'd let you in the FBI. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where did you go from there? Well, I mean, I, you, you, that was your goal, and then um, through through no fault of your own other than your, your physical limitation that they deemed, um, mm-hmm. what direction did you take from there? Well, I, I worked um, – I've been paralegal for, for quite some time, and then uh, in the last – Eight years, I've worked in. Um, I, I also work in human resources, which is also mm-hmm. it also helps in human resources. You know, when you've got to you've got to do interviews and you've got to do, you know, you've got to measure measure people up. You know, to see what kind of employer you're going to be dealing with eventually if if you hire them. And so it kind of it kind of helps out in that area too. It's kind of funny when you say measure people up. That's coming from a short chick. I mean that in all. It's pretty funny. Yeah, if you're in a position to where you're, you're basically determining, you know, where things should go for that person 
from there, you know, right. you're like right. a gateway in that in that position. Sure. Well, and the, and the kind of the kind of job sites that we have, I don't because we we provide chests and cleaning crews and things like that for offshore oil rigs, and I'm not going to take the chance of sending a psycho out on, out into the middle of the Gulf. <laughs> Yeah. On a rig, you know, let let them loose among people, you know. So you have to kind of have to measure them up that way too. So. Now you're down in Nola. I have a friend down there in Nola. Uh He's got a he's got he's got a kung fu studio down there. He's been out there for Uh probably about six or seven or shit, man, eight years now. I think he's been there, and he Uh loves Nola. He loves it out there, and one of the things he loves about it is how steeped in history that city is. And mm-hmm. he's um, he, he's um, getting ready to start a comic book series called uh, Voodoo Swamp. Um, mm, okay, all right. Um, but but one one of the things that he wanted to do um, mm-hmm. with a lot of the other creative and productive things that he does was kind of do a uh, a paranormal like let's go to to the cemeteries there's so much it's steeped in history nola is mm-hmm. you know and yes, uh yes. he, he kind of entertained that idea for a little while um, mm-hmm. but he, he's so busy he's also a stunt man as well so he's working a lot of movies and things like that um especially with uh when you're dealing with uh, new orleans and uh texas and the southern states there's a, a lot more Incentive for movie makers to go into those areas. Um, yeah, we but have my one point of the, is, we have the, we have one of the studios actually down the street from my office. Right, exactly. And, uh, and you and see you see the yellow signs everywhere showing you know they're filming this right. in this direction and yeah all that. they got yeah. all this yeah every time they, they they they'll block off a certain area do the filming and um, it's good to see a lot of this stuff come back to L A here but it's just not the same. Um, but in in New Orleans, there's there's a lot of good movie production. There's a lot of good artists down there. There've always been a lot of good artists down there. It's a great mm-hmm. place to be for the creative types. Um, what yes. drew you to to move there? Well, <clears throat> I came here. Well, I think was, New Orleans, as they call it, New Orleans is actually a oh, good man. backdrop because there's a lot of witchcraft and, you know, stuff sure. that goes on there. That they're saying it's you the most of, city. You, yeah, you got a lot of Cajun culture down there, a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. going on. But, mm-hmm. uh, but but again, back to your question, what drew you to know me? Um, kind of kind of weird. The, the first time I ever came here was in 1998. Remember, it's the first time ever in my life. We were just here for a weekend, and um, I we got here like late, late, late Friday night. By Saturday afternoon, somehow or another, I was giving people directions to places. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right. And go down um, the street, go down the street, three cemeteries down, and when you see that <laughs> particular big ass tombstone, make a left there, because that's gnarlings. <laughs> Well, not not completely, but you know, it's there's there and and believe me, whoever spread the word, there is more to New Orleans than just the French Quarter. Of course. <laughs> there, the there really is. is. Oh, there's way more going on than just that, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was and, just and, being and facetious. It, oh yes, I know. I know. Um <laughs> but um I 
let's see, I moved back down here. Um, February was eight years ago. I moved down here about eight years ago, and um, and I and I've been here ever since. And I'm actually fixing to get, I'm getting ready to move, so I'll be moving to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, that's a lot different mm-hmm. than Orleans. Mhm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, so while you're there in Orleans, you you um, let's get back to you know the paranormal uh, aspect of it, which mm-hmm. seems to be you know it's it's a cornerstone of what you do down there. What I really like is you go into it, like you said, a skeptical believer. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good balance because you don't want to just go into things if. We all know from a psychological point of view, if you go into a situation, you know, like I'm going to walk into a haunted house. Everybody says it's haunted. Hey, we dare you go in there. You're going to experience something because you're already psychologically invested that something's going to happen. And in in a, a, how do I put it, a subconscious way, you don't want to be let down. And there are some things that are going to happen because your mind is going to make shit happen even though it's not even there. You're going to experience something even though it's not completely Mm -hmm. real. So you're going into these situations and you're looking at it like, well, let's, let's knock out all the practical reasons that these weird things could be happening. Have you ever experienced something that you could not explain? Yes. Okay. Let's get into that. Um, uh, one of the one of the times I actually work I don't know if you've ever heard of her but her name is Bloody Mary she's the voodoo priestess down here well, I, I yeah. work with her quite a bit on her tours and and I help her out at her museum sometimes and um, I don't know if you're familiar with the story of Zach and Addie the year after Katrina but anyway um, there's an apartment that's above her museum and um, I was helping her out with an event there and um, I was standing in the in the doorway to the bathroom, and I could I I just felt kind of like a tingling on my back, and I'm like, okay, I'm just psyching myself up here. You know, stop, stop, stop. You know. Right. <clears throat> and then I actually felt somebody wrap their arms around me from behind and hug me. And I mean, it felt yeah. like somebody. Because I actually turned around, thinking, who in the heck is in here with me? Because it, I could actually feel the oh. arms come around, come around me and hug me, and that happened. That's happened to me three times up there up in that place. And then wow. I, was standing, stand, I was standing in the living room of, of this apartment, and I was just standing here talking to the group of people that was with that were with me. And and I felt somebody brush, take take their hands and like run it down my my hair. You gotta, I could actually feel it, feel them wow. running their hands through my hair. Yeah, and it's um, but it didn't, it didn't scare me. It was like it was very comforting actually. I, that's and, what I was uh, gonna say. That maybe that was through comforting and. Mhm. I mean, but it, wow. it was very, and, and I think it was. I I don't know for a fact, but I think it was probably Addie. Because you know she wasn't much taller than than I am, and Zach was like six foot seven, so you know you could tell when somebody's you know taller than you reaching down. But it felt like somebody just walked up from behind me and just like 
wrapped their arms around me and, and hugged me. And, um, and then, of course, you know, she's got, you know, we've got the rim pod, you know, on the stove beside me and all this. And, I mean, as soon as that happened, everything started going off. All of the little bells and whistles that you hear about and you see on TV and everything, nobody, it's just me. And everything, all the alarms, everything started going off, touching wow. any of them. I was just standing there. So um, it's, you know, 99% of it it's can pretty well write off. But it's that one it's, it's that one percent that that one instance like that that keeps me keeps me looking into it, you know. Because like I said, ninety nine percent of it is yeah. you know, you know, maybe a little bit hokey or whatever you want to call it, and and you can pretty well explain it away. But when you have something that's actually physically, you can actually physically feel somebody hugging you, and that's from where I'm sitting here going, who is in here with me? And it's a little bitty bathroom. You know, um, yeah. That's that. I guess that's what. Here, here's me. here's a question I have to ask because you know you 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 have dreams of a loved one that yes. has passed away, right. and like you were saying, in the dream you can physically feel them hug you as you're sleeping, and you're sound asleep but you can feel mm-hmm. their arms around you and in your dreams you're seeing that would you believe that that is actually a relative like my dad i i had this dream about my dad soon after he passed away i couldn't make it back to south carolina i'm in california i didn't have the money to fly to the funeral but a few days after he died i had this mm-hmm. dream that was so surreal Mm-hmm. And he even brought my childhood dog with him, and I can feel the dog licking my face, and I actually felt my dad hugging me. Was it a mm-hmm. dream that you hoped happened, or was it them? Well, that's kind of, that, it depends on several different factors. Was everything in color, or is it black and white? Yeah. It was, it was, it was all in color. In color. In fact, I was raking the leaves in the yard because he always told me that I need to rake the leaves. And I was raking the leaves, and he came from the bushes that we had in that yard at that time. Oh, and he gave, he gave you a message that only that you would know what he was talking about. He told me that him and I, we need to sit down and we need to have a little talk. And I woke up. <laughs> and that was after he hugged me. So he didn't give me a message. He did say we need to sit down and have a talk, and I just jumped up. So I never got okay. the message. Okay, so think think, was think back about this. Was it a dream, or was him and my dog think, really there? Think about this for just a minute. If you remember, think about it. Did you, re- did you see any clocks? No, because I was outside. No, 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 in your dream, you didn't see any, because as a rule, there are no clocks in dreams. That's why I tell people who are coming to me about night terrors and things like that, and I'll tell them, keep it in the back of your mind, look for a clock, look for a clock. No, there was no and clock. Then I said, is it, and then if you say, if you see, there's no clock, you know you're dreaming. But oh. in, in, in that case, that case in, in your case, it it possibly could have been him giving you a message telling you goodbye 
you know, because I honestly believe they'll they'll maybe if they don't get to see you or something, you might be able to communicate with you when they they believe that you're ready to hear from them. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I, I have I have one of one of my one of my best friends. Um, her mom passed about six years ago, and she's always telling me I can't dream about her. I can't dream. I I, I for some reason she can't have dreams about her and everything. I said because you're not ready. She knows you're not ready oh. to see her. So yeah, my mm. dad he came he came back from he came out of the bushes as I was raking the leaves and I was mad that I was raking the leaves because that was a big yard and there was a lot of leaves and uh, I was and I this was the dream and I still remember it very clearly. He came out mm-hmm. of the bushes and I dropped the rake. I was like, Dad. And he he missed a couple of his front teeth because, you know, we weren't rich. So he had a couple of teeth missing, and he hugged me, and I said, can you smile for me? And he smiled, and he had this perfect set of teeth. And I was Mm. like, your smile looked great. And then he's like, I'm not alone, Francie. I brought somebody with me who loves you more than life itself in this world. And it was mm-hmm. my childhood dog. And there were Snickers, and we were hugging and kissing, and, you know, it mm-hmm. felt so real. And then I was like, Dad, what are you doing here? And he's like, you and I, we need to have a little talk. And that's when I woke up. Mm, okay. And if so, it really was him, then, know, then he doesn't, I don't guess, I guess, how long ago was this? Uh, This was. Nine years ago, okay, All and right. I still remember the dream so clearly. Mhm, mhm. Well, it could—I mean, it—it it very well could have been, you know. I mean, it—you know—if it brings you, yeah, if I, it brings I'm, you, it, whether whether or not it really was him or not, if it brings you comfort, then you need to take comfort in that. I do. Yeah. I just wish so. I didn't wake up before he had to tell me. <clears throat> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's here's a question I have. Now, you have paranormal investigators and you have ghost hunters. You know, mm. what is the difference between the two? Well, this is to me. Paranormal, para just means other. It means, you know, another explanation than what people deem as normal. So I think of paranormal investigators, that might also include those who study um, UFO, um, alien life, um, cryptoids. Um, you know, they, they, they subscribe to those, those disciplines as well as ghosts. And and I mean I'm not saying that I don't believe that that those things don't exist, but um, my 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 focus is is ghosts in the spirit world. So that's that's yeah. that's my take on it. Because like I said, para just means other. It doesn't mean paranormal doesn't always mean ghosts and all that you know ghosts and aliens and cryptoids and all that other stuff it just means there's an other explanation than what what people deem as normal paranormal is so okay 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, and I, I know that a lot of this has gotten bad reputations, and everything that you're saying tonight, you're giving mm-hmm. it a good reputation. You are like the queen of saying, hey, not fake. <laughs> And I think that's a great thing because you're doing it because you love it, not because you want a paycheck. You're doing it because you have a – I don't even want to call it a hobby because this Mm -hmm. isn't a hobby for you. This is a way of Mm -hmm. life. It is. And I think that – yeah, and I think that what you're doing is a fantastic thing. You're you're bringing closure. You're bringing somebody that is really freaked out about their house, and you're saying, oh, come on, it's just a rat up there. Get over it. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, and that's what... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm saying, and if we have ruled everything else out, and if we do come to that conclusion, that's when we go to, if it's a private... If it's a private residence, then that's when we go and we go, okay, so we have this evidence, we we see this, we ruled all this out and everything else, what do you want done about it? And then that's when, because I will be the first to tell you when, when I've had cases that have been completely over my head, and I will admit it, I will admit when something's over my head, I'm not going to take on anything I, I can't handle, I don't think that I can handle but I have contacts that can help them. So I go, after we've ruled everything else out, then I go to them and go, okay, what do you want done about this? And that's when we go in and we either go in and help them with a cleansing on their house or I refer them to somebody else that can come in and actually do what needs to be done to rid their house of whatever this is. And one thing that, well, I, we, that I, you know, mm-hmm, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So, yeah, no, I was just, one thing that that um, one thing that I see on I'm, I'm not naming any names, I'm not naming any shows or anything like that or anything like that. Um, I think I'm I very, know very what you're stri- about. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm very very strict. I'm very very strict with my teams, whether it be a public investigation or whether it be a private residence. I'm very strict. I don't want you instigating anything. I don't want you challenging things. I don't want you, you know, you be respectful because at That's the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, if there is something there, we get to go home. They have to live with it. You piss yeah. something off while you're there, we get to go home. They have to live with it. So you need to keep that in mind. And um, so I see some some investigations where there's some recklessness going on that that and that scares me for that team. It really does. Yeah. It gives it gives it gives us ghost hunters a bad name, and it also it scares me for their team members who are involved in it. Because reckless, you cannot you cannot be reckless. You cannot you you just can't. You can, this is not anything that you go and play with. You have to be serious. I I totally agree with that one. <laughs> I mean. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, let me let me ask you this: Have you ever gone into a house and you tell the owner of the house, "I'm sorry, your house is not haunted"? Are they have they ever been disappointed to be like, "Oh no, I I want to, you know, like I want a second opinion." Oh, I've had people. Like, have they ever been mad? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The sleepwalker yeah, being one of them. <laughs> oh wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. The sleepwalker being one of them. Oh yeah, I've had to. I, I, you know, I, I, they are not my biggest fan when I tell them that. And at that point, when yeah. they get mad about it, when I, when they get mad about it, that's why. That's when I know they're not looking for any kind of resolution. They just want somebody to say, "Yep, yep, yep, yep. Your house is haunted. Your house is haunted. Your house is haunted." Your house is so haunted. Can uh, we can we can charge you five dollars a ticket to come in and you can see a ghost. Yeah. So that's when that, I know when I'm mad about. Like that, that's mm-hmm. I I was always curious about that because I seen a uh, hotel hell and they said that the house was haunted and they sent in Gordon Ramsay. He gave him a paranormal investigator that came in and she totally certified that the hotel was haunted. And because of that, they could charge more money for rooms. So I was curious as to see if that was really what was going on. Is Gordon Ramsay in the paranormal? Uh, Gordon Ramsay was at a hotel, and the hotel was supposed to be haunted. So oh, okay. All right. I was like, how long he was into the paranormal? <laughs> oh, that, man, that man would scare any ghost He's off, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> Come on. Gordon Ramsay. He was he would scare any ghost off. I'm sw- I'm you. Anyway. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay here. I'm out. <laughs> See you later. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> you got to love yeah, some uh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he is a character. He's a character, all right. <laughs> He's a ghost in I don't I don't I don't know him personally, but from everything I've seen, but <laughs> Ah, yeah. so you're a Gordon Ramsay fan. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm more now, of a Gassietti now, fan. Amy, I'm more of a Gassietti fan than Gordon. <laughs> but, oh, God, you could yeah. talk more about Gordon Ramsay. Gosh. He's kind of... Yeah, he's, he's all right. I like Gassietti better, but he's all right. He's all right. But anyway. <laughs> Love you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's grabbing popcorn. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, you are also a published author. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yep. That is really um, cool. Do you want to talk about the book? I can talk a little bit about it right now. Um, our contract because I co-wrote it with my friend Pam, and um, yeah. our contract is expired with our publisher, so we're actually looking for another publisher. Um, and um, hey, I it, know it, a good one. His name is Nicholas Grabowski, and he's like less than ten feet away from me right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just saying. Um, like yeah. Well, that that, <laughs> that works. Um, yeah, you we have uh, Brett. He he has a good reputation. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, um, I've known yeah, that I, guy oh, for forty not, years, so yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, we, and I he mean, um, charge people. Mm. he puts in his own money to publish the book. Mm. Wow. Okay. 
Um, the first one, the first one published, and um, uh, it, it's called Haunting Secrets, and it's uh, we we've written paranormal fiction. And um, nice. There, there. I've got three of them that we've completed that are all loosely based on investigations that we've done, but they just add a little bit of juice to them. So they're, you know, paranormal fiction, but they are based on investigations oh, okay. that we that she and I've done together. Um, nice. And um, but yeah, it's. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to approach a publisher with the first one again. Um, maybe this, maybe the second one. The second one would probably be do better because I mean it's the first one had a little bit of romance to it, and that's just really not my thing. <laughs> Romance is not your thing. No, it's not. Who are you? It's really, it's really not. I mean, I'm not. Twilight, where a human falls in love with a ghost, and no, no, none of that, none of that. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm sorry. I just don't. I've never. I've now. I've never embraced the whole wine and roses and flowers and goofy. Slow music. And again, again, you know. Again, this is what I like about you. Is you're you're a pragmatist. <laughs> I, I like that about you. I mean, you're 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 in a field mm-hmm. as a pragmatist, and mm-hmm. that I find very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Brad, you're married. No. What? I didn't say I was going to ask her out. I just said, hey, here's a rose and some dinner and a glass of wine. I just met this woman. Come on, you you were less flirty with Elvira. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I I'm was kidding. Way flir- I was way flirty with Cassandra. Are you kidding me? She looked at my area code and guessed what city I lived in, and I was like, holy crap, come and cake me. I'm not kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. Dude, dude, Cassandra asked me to be her kidding. agent. She was so impressed with me. She said, would you be my agent? <laughs> it was funny. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway. Is that was the reverse. show where I said, can I keep them? <laughs> no, was, I think that Fred, was... you're, I, I, I was kidding. You know, I'm kidding. I, Got to pull course, your chain, course. everyone. But that 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 was a that was a deciding show where you gave me a call after that show. That back then I was just calling uh, in when you were talking to interesting people. I would just call in and hope I got on the air. Next thing I know, I heard Cassandra <laughs> Peterson. You called me up like two days later and said, "Hey, how do you feel about you know being a regular on the show?" I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, like I said, he called into a show one time, and my next response was, "I told you this before the show." Can I keep them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I called him right up. <laughs> He's a good guy. And, and by the way, Francie, before no, no. the end of the show, I will be I will be doing my own plug. You know that. That's another thing that I do. So let me know when you start doing it. In. Let me know when you start doing it because I do a lot of PR and promo stuff. So. Let me know and I'll start promoing your stuff, promoing your show if you oh, want. Oh, I've I've been doing it for about four years, so yeah. And it's mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. the radio show; it's also uh, my recording I, studio. I taught him everything he knows. Okay. Oh, she, she did, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not sure why he took advice from me. 
<laughs> no, go, go ahead. And also, um, Amy, after Brett gets mm-hmm. done with it, because, you know, Blog Talk Radio, we do have the after show. So people that are going to be tuning in in the archives, they're still going to hear how you have a Blog Talk Radio show. But go ahead, Brett. Go now. Oh, you want me to go now? <laughs> All right, well, everybody, you can find me, Brett Cruson, the host of Bald Head Radio. And um, I'm no longer on the Blog Talk Radio uh, format because I've gone into a podcast form with uh, the studio that I've built over the last two years. Um, Mm -hmm. Sonic Circus Studios is my studio, and it's um, a music production studio as well because I write a lot of music with a lot of other people. As well, I have um, people come into the studio and do voiceover work for projects that they're working on. And um, I have had some people do voiceover work for uh, Bald Head Radio, so I got I got these little plugs and things like that uh, live on mm-hmm. the show when I do the shows. But uh, just the audio quality is so much better when I have control over these things. So I stepped mm-hmm. away from Blog Talk Radio itself, and this is a you know blasphemy to say while I'm on Blog Talk Radio, but uh, they don't they didn't treat me very well mm. uh, as far as that goes. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, I host my own thing now. I have my own mm-hmm. podcast that I have complete control over audio quality and editing and post-production, and then I can put, them up, put it up on any place that I want for distribution. So, yeah, that's why I stepped away from Blog Talk. However, I still believe in Blog Talk because it's where uh, I got my start with Francie, and it mm-hmm. gave me the opportunity to – hone my skills and learn how to do a show and to meet a lot of great people. So in that vein, let's talk about Amy's blog talk radio show. Which reminds me, um, uh, Mm -hmm. Brett, when you get your show up, I know a really good guest that you can have, and I'm not pointing any fingers, but her name starts with an A. And it ends with M. <laughs> Amy Green might be a good guest. Well, might, be, might be in contact with a, a said person. Who knows? <laughs> if you want to, if you want to take that, if you want to take that angle on your show, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk. Let, let's talk about Amy Green's uh, blog talk podcast. So. It's actually not mine. It's, yeah, you um, got I a am, podcast show. Now on on Monday nights um, from eight Eastern, seven Central. Um, my uh, my team leaders, Bill and Chris Reap, have a show called Paranormal Collaboration, and um, I produce the show on Monday nights. And tomorrow night we have we've been doing a series of shows. And and we we've had a lot of really great investigators and 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 really good guests and everything on the show. But we've been doing past several weeks. We've got a couple more weeks of it. We've been doing a series of shows on actual locations. Um, we'll have the proprietors, oh, wow. or the owners, or or you know people who run the places. Um, and we've had really good response with it. Um, where we're actually focusing on these locations that have, um you know, a haunted reputation and we have people come on and they tell us the history behind the location and um 
and things like that. And that's one thing that our group does is we focus a lot on events that we do that, that promote historical preservation, mm, um, nice. which I love. I love that because, you know, one thing that I tell people over and over again, you know, you have all this history around you, and when it's gone, it's gone. You know, it, you can't bring it back. And so right. we do we do exactly. we do a lot of events. We do a lot of events um that we go to that the whole event is raising money to help, you know, historical preservation of these of these houses and things. And um I I I I love doing that cuz you know that history is so big of big such a big part of me and everything, but um tomorrow night we're having the Haunted Hill House. Um tomorrow night um, on Blog Talk Radio. Paranormal Collaboration. What time? Now, I did have a question in the chat room for you, Amy. It was from Mm -hmm. uh, Greg T. Oderman. Um, He wanted to ask you if you've ever heard of the Oatman Hotel in Arizona. I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Either of us. <laughs> okay. I, I will actually. Yeah, we will actually. Question. We actually. We will actually be at an event in Arizona in September. Um, oh. So, so, so yeah, maybe we um, check up and maybe see what maybe so because, yeah find out. But it's the Oatman Hotel. Yeah, it's um, O A T M A N, like oat okay. man. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, right. we'll be we'll be I'll, out there. I'll, I'll we'll be out him. there. Yeah, he's he, the show's not live anymore. You know how you do the little after show. So we're doing the after mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You have been awesome. Well, thank Honestly, you. Thank you very you, much. You, it's good to hear you're so educated. You're, you know, you're not going in there and you're not flipping a rug and then you know, putting on the video camera because that's what a lot of the ghost hunters, oh, look at the spectrums and it's just dust in the air. You know, Mm -hmm. it's good to know that you're not that person. You are Mm. going in there, not even, you're going in there saying it's not a ghost. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. And you don't charge people. (laughs) I mean, Mm-mm. you're just an amazing woman, and you're so educated. You're so smart. You're you well, are the you. person that's making everybody else look good. Well, thank you. I appreciate does that. that. Make I appreciate sense? that. Mhm. It does. Oh, good. It does. I then appreciate it that. Make sense. <laughs> yeah, you you were you were fantastic, and this is why I wanted you on the show. After mm-hmm. talking okay. to you on. Facebook Live, I'm not Facebook Live, but calling you on Facebook, and mm-hmm. you were so open with everything. I was like, I, tr- That's my I try to be. Hold on. I try to be. <laughs> Nick, want to say hi? Uh, Nick? Oh, okay. Nick's editing a book right now. <laughs> okay. Right. You know what? Here's, so, here's yeah, the- I, I will send you his web address, uh, his Facebook page, and you can friend him if you want. Okay, Here, but he's a really good publisher. Every okay. single day, from sun up mm-hmm. to sundown, and in being even beyond that, here's what here's what Nick's day looks like. Read 
submissions, edit, 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 publish, 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 edit, 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 sleep, edit, 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 sleep, edit, edit, publish, publish, edit. That's next. You you forgot. Make book cover. Make book cover. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If the FBI ever got a hold of this computer and they looked at all of the searches, they would probably arrest him. That's a horror shit would pop up. One thing I was going to say earlier, and, and you, you, um, when, when you were talking about, you know, going in with preconceived notions into a location. Yes. And I wanted, I would do want to say this. When I take my team in, I, a lot of people don't agree with me on this, but I don't care. Then don't go investigate with me. That's that's your, those are your options. I take my team in blind. I don't tell mm-hmm. them what's going on. I don't want them going oh, in with wow. preconceived notions. So therefore, I don't tell them what's going on. Uh, the most I'm going to tell them is, okay, let's let's set up video recorder in here. Maybe let's try an EVP session in here. That's the most I'm going to tell them. And when oh, I go wow. into inter- when I when I go in to like interview like homeowners and things like that, I don't in- interview them in front of the rest of my team. Because some of the questions that I ask are very, very personal, and the rest of my team don't need to know, you know. Um, so I, I pull them aside, and I've actually started. I'm actually started. Um, I'm, I'm speaking about this at several cons here coming up. I'm actually starting a lecture series on working with children in the paranormal. Oh, um, and wow. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about investigating with them. I'm talking about interviewing them as witnesses. Um, because, because the they most, are the most, the most truthful. Exactly. The most, then, and this is what the most difficult interview that I ever did was with a three-year-old. That was tough. Oh. Uh, because you know they have the they have the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> you know. And oh yeah. So it's you know it's <laughs> it's you know and 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 I'm also my my focus on this is eight or younger. Now you can also you know, like. Oh. Uh, the Once younger you get kids, the, with the younger kids, you know, with the innocence that they have and the non-bias, mm-hmm. they they yeah. may be more susceptible to see or experience things that um, older people are have blocked themselves off to. Is it something mm-hmm. like that, maybe? Well, and then also not only that, but you have to find a way to ask them n- not leading questions. Okay, you can't you can't say was I wearing pants? Was I was, what, what you know was was he was she wearing a skirt? You you can't ask that. That's leading. That's the leading question. You'd have to say okay, what oh, were they wow. wearing? You know what what were they what were they wearing? And then like you can't go in and you say when when I say the word presence, what do you think of? A Christmas tree. Exactly. You can't go into a child that age and go, do you feel a presence in the room? They're going to be looking for gifts or something like that. You can't. You have to be yeah. careful with the words that you use, and they cannot be leading questions. And so that's why, you know, because once you get into like 9, 10, 11, you know, older than that, then you've got more friends influencing their opinions and parents influencing their opinions. When you're dealing with kids that are 8 or younger, a little bit less jaded, more more prone wow. to spit out spit out the truth. 
and that's that's what my my uh, my lecture series is that I've been working on. That's what I'm going to be speaking about. So. That is awesome. Like you are like the Wonder Woman that's in real life. <laughs> Honestly, I, want, I, want I mean that. you're so busy and wow. Mm. You are the real life Wonder Woman. No, because no. she's taller. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You're only four nine. Five. I will hover over but, you. <laughs> but no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I appreciate, I appreciate that. But yeah, I'm just. Um, that's no, how everything, that's everything how, that you're how, doing, and you're you're honest too. That that tells a lot about your character. Honestly, it tells a lot about your character. You're you're out there. You're doing this job that a lot of people would frown upon, saying, "Oh, you're just trying to take these people's money," but you're not taking people's money. You're mm-hmm. actually trying to help people. Mhm. Mhm. And not a lot of people can say that they're out there trying to help people. Right. But you are. Well, but the one thing, my, one one of my deepest philosophies in in this and well, in my everyday life and in paranormal life is I have nothing to gain and everything to lose by lying. That's my that's that's my one of my personal mantras. See, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So that it's just the way now, it is. Now let me you know? let me ask you this because you see, oh my birds. Yelling. Did you, did you hear? Mm-mm. My little parakeet. Here's Mm-mm. here's something I've got to ask you because a lot of people will say, like in the ghost hunts and on television and in movies, they say that a ghost attaches themselves on an object or a person. They Is can, that yes. true or? Oh, we yes, can. They can. Yes, they can. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Is it because that's why that's why you well, that's why I you should be if, that's that's one reason you should be very very careful with antiques, unless you know exactly where oh. it came from and the complete backstory behind that antique. Then I, you know, so, I would I would he, I would hesitate. Oh, good thing I don't and, have. And and antiques. and also and and also, whenever you go on investigation, it doesn't matter where it is. Do not take anything with you. Do not, you know, if you find a, even a, there's actually a little town, a, a little ghost town in New Mexico somewhere. I'll have to look up the name of it and send it to you. But there's this little ghost town in, in New Mexico that people have gone out there and just innocently found a really pretty rock and they took it home. And Oh, wow. Da- and daily, this little town is getting packages. People are sending back things that they have taken from this little town because it has brought them nothing but bad luck. So whenever oh, you go wow. to invest yeah, don't 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 take anything. I mean at gift shop and, you know, T shirts and all that, you know, that's a different story. Experience to yourself when it comes to, you know, investigating a haunted location. You know you don't know what's yeah, tied I'm- to that. 
that that answers two of my questions that I was going to ask you. Number one, do you ever take anything from? The answer is no. Mm-mm, and then no, the second no. question I was going to ask you: Do ghosts travel? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, they can. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can. Because wow. I mean, you hear, you hear. I've, I've heard of it. You know, I've read read case studies where you've got. You know, why don't you just move? Why don't you just move? Well, sometimes that doesn't always work. Because um, they're they'll attach themselves to you. Yeah, if if you if you get the chance and you like this kind of book, um, um, Ed and Lorraine wrote a book many years ago. Um, the 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 movie A Haunting in Connecticut was and why oh, they felt the need at, and see why they felt the need to add all that juice to the movie is beyond me because the book is scary enough on its own. If you get a chance, oh. get get the book. Get the book by them. It's called In a Dark Place. Oh, okay. And, and I mean, it's one of those that you're sitting there, and if you're like you're laying in bed or something, you're reading on your stomach or something like that. It's one of those that you will all of a sudden feel the need to sit up and be, be aware of the room around you. I mean, it's 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 very well written, and it you know it's about the Snedeker family. Um, and you will see if I don't know if you saw the movie, but you will see why in the world did they feel I the need to add all that the to movie the movie? Was, the, the movie was ridiculous. Yeah, they they have to you know do it up a little bit. But, but that's the thing is that they didn't. If they read the book, they wouldn't have had to add it all that. Oh. Because the book the book was enough on its own merit. If they had just read the book. Oh wow. And just taken the book and written the movie according to the book, that was enough. But it's called In a Dark Place. And they, they co-authored the book um, because they actually worked on the case um, in oh, Connecticut. Wow. And, yeah, if you get the chance, read that book if you like that kind of book. It's very, very well written. Very I, good. I, I think I'm going to take you up on that. Yeah, they just put it back in print. They just put it back in print. About six years ago, so yeah, you can go out there and and, and get it. Um, but yeah, it's called In a Dark Place, and it's oh it's, okay, yeah. yeah. Nick, did you hear that? Yeah, because you know, I I I watched Misery and then I read Misery and Misery the book was better than Misery the movie, even though I loved Misery the movie. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I see I see where you're going, but a haunting in Connecticut that was actually a pretty good movie, and if the book is better than that, mm-hmm. I'm totally mm-hmm. gonna read it. Yeah, I mean they they added a lot of special and everything, and um, it, like I said, the book on it uh, the book has its own merit. It did not need all that Hollywood junk that they added to it. They just should have taken the book and gone with that because the book's enough. But yeah, if you get a chance, read that. Nice. Mhm. Now, here's a question that I wanted to ask you, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Worse mm-hmm. than me having no rhythm. If you were to ask any spirit out there about the afterlife, mm-hmm. what would be your number one question? 
Hmm. Good question. See, um, that's that's yeah. I mean, even if I thought of that, you know, I'm, now, I are if you talk, I had are you, a chance. Are you, uh, yeah. Now, are you talking about one that's for some reason bound here on Earth? Are you talking about one that's actually one, crossed over? One thing that would say what's going on in the afterlife. Where mm-hmm. where do you pass through? How was it? Yeah. Is there yeah. a bright light at the end of the tunnel? Mhm. Mhm. No, I mean, I guess it would. I don't know. There's several of them, and I would like to. I know there's it, so many questions you want to ask. Yeah, there are. There are. You know, and it was funny because somebody put on there. Somebody posted. A, this was several years ago. They said if you could sit down on a bench and talk to one person. You know, just for like an hour, who would you talk to? And me being the morbid little heifer that I am sometimes, I would, I would I say put, Ted Bundy. I would say I said Elizabeth Smart. Not Elizabeth Smart. Oh. No, the Black Dahlia. Because that is such a controversial case, still unsolved. Yeah. It, and I would, that never and I would be like, solved, did it? No, it didn't. And I'm like, what you know, you'd be like, what happened to you? Did this? Where did you go? Did you know them or? Yeah. What? What? what you know. <clears throat> oh, that's actually a good answer. You know, so it's like, um, I don't know if to, uh, her her case has always just fascinated me. I don't know. It sounds morbid, but um, I'll actually, oh, actually be. That's I think... actually a really good answer. In fact, a lot of movies have been made about her. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the guys from The Ghost Hunter was actually in an independent film made, and he was in the movie The the Black the Black Dahlian. The Black, Black and, Dahlian, and yeah. And Jessica Simpson, who has also been on our show, she, I think she was the Black Dahlian. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's that's a really good answer. And, see, because and, and, she wasn't famous. Mm-mm. You know, she was right she's in the middle be, but of she, everything. Mhm. Yeah. And she just vanished. Mhm. Until they found her in that field. Yeah. And um. That's a good answer. But, I don't know her, her. Like I said, her case has always fascinated me for some morbid reason. I don't. I don't know why. But um, I know that we're going. Well, to, we're going to. We're going to. We're going to be trying. Um, we'll be in Arizona in September, and so we're talking about. Um, what part of California are you in? I am in Antelope, which is right on the outskirts of Sacramento. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, we may be in L.A. like the first part of October because um, oh. Dave Oman has been Dave Oman has been after me for several years now to come check out his house, and so we may be making a trip out there after we leave Arizona to go investigate That's his house. About eight hours away from me, and my birthday yeah. is October third. And maybe mm. Nick can give me a birthday present, and maybe we can go to L.A. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, <laughs> you know, he's um, his house is I'm wanting to say four lots down from where the Manson murders happened. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, you know they tore that the house that it happened in. They tore it down, um, but you know people have said that they've seen Sharon in his house and they've seen Jay Sebring in his house and and all that. And he's he's a shameless self promoter. I'll put it that way. <laughs> but he, you know, he's yeah. invited me. I don't know. How, I've been, he's invited me several times out there, and I'm like. Dave, you've got to give me more than two or three days' notice. I'm in L.A., not L.A. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it takes me a little bit longer you're, to plan you're, to get You're out at there. least a plane right away. At least, you know. And so, um, yeah, I, I talked with him about two weeks ago. And I said, um, nice. I, I mentioned to him about... Um, coming out there like the first part of October since we're, you know, we're going to be in Arizona anyway and um, maybe go in and check or out Or maybe we can help you that. buy a little uh, train or plane ticket and you can come to Sacramento and, you know, spend the night here and have a grill. Okay. Yeah, I can help out there. I've never been there. Yeah. I mean, I've been to L.A. I've been to L.A., but I've never been anywhere else so so yeah, yeah that'd be cool Sacramento it's pretty cool here and maybe mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. can you know help buy you a little plane ticket there's a Sacramento mm-hmm. international airport not too far from our house mm-hmm. we can pick you okay, up well okay well let's we can uh, and talk about that and look at my October, schedule look at the so schedule and planning to do yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd enjoy that. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Blog Talk Radio, they're about to cut us off. You know, and soon that British woman's going to say, thank you for calling Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with her. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really bad at accents, too. Um. I'm going to play us off with some Hesitation Blues. Amy, Mm -hmm. you have been awesome. And maybe I can get you on as a special co-host on a show in the very near near future. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, you were awesome. I loved your stories. You were a fantastic guest. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you very much. <laughs> I had a good time, too. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right. right. You want to say good night? Okay, Nick, say good night. <laughs> okay. okay. Good night. Here we are. Right. Willie Nelson with some hesitation blues. Amy, okay. I will talk to you and let's get another show. <laughs> up this morning looking for my shoes look behind the trunk found the hesitation blues lordy tell me how long lordy tell me how long will i have to wait will i have to wait can i get you now can i get you now must i hesitate
rock and chair. Blues overtake me, rock away from here. Lordy, tell me how long. Lordy, tell me how long. Will I have to wait? Will I have to wait? Can I get you now? Can I get you now? Must I hesitate? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.